Hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the WCPO High School Insider Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Dyer. Well, week two of the Ohio high school football season. If week one wasn't enough fireworks for you, certainly plenty of storylines heading into the second week of the six-week regular season. This High School Insider Podcast is presented by our local Greater Cincinnati and Northern Kentucky Chick-fil-A restaurants, where the play of the game is always chicken. Log into the Chick-fil-A app for easy contactless ordering. In just a little bit, we'll hear from Marymount coach Nick Leon and two of his seniors, Andrew Glassmeyer and Seth Green, as the Warriors take on CHL rival Wyoming this week. But first up, I was at the pit for week one, Friday Night Lights, and got a chance to catch up with the defending Division II state champion LaSalle Lancers as they defeated Elder 53-52 to in double overtime. We got a chance to catch up with LaSalle coach Pat McLaughlin after the game, and obviously he talked about such an emotional, thrilling victory in double overtime, but also a bigger picture about this entire offseason heading into week one. That's what you expect, a good ball game, you know, at the pit, uh, a double overtime thriller. And uh, I knew they were going to be a good team. They're going to they're win a bunch of football games this year. So we've got to clean a lot of things up. we got to get better, and we will. So, But opening up with such a big game, and, you know, we haven't had any scrimmages. It's kind of a choppy offseason. I'm proud of our kids for that until the end. Well, obviously the Lancers didn't have a scrimmage heading into week one, so this was a very unique opportunity. Got the chance to catch up with junior running back Jabron Payne about his thoughts on facing such a GCL South rival in week one. It was a dogfight. We weren't, we weren't really expecting that, but we were prepared for it. We prepared. That means we prepared the hardest all week. We've been waiting for this game, GCL week, opening up. That's big. We came out here and played. Just, I was walking down the sideline. I don't know if you've seen me. Walking down the sideline every every drive, uh, slapping everybody's hands, telling them we're still in this. This is our game. And we pulled it out. We came in this uh, week, we were very hyped, opening up the first game with the GCL game. Uh, we prepared the best, obviously, this week. There was no doubt about it. Senior quarterback Zach Branham had an outstanding performance in the game. The Skyline Chili Crosstown Showdown MVP. He also scored the game-winning two-point conversion to lift the Lancers over Elder. Got a chance to catch up with him on the field at the pit after the game. I just love this environment. I mean, playing like that, uh, going for two at the end of the game. I mean, I love that. That's what you play for. That's what you play for before, especially in the GCL. So, especially get to do that here and then get a dub. I mean, that means the world to me. Obviously, I don't think anybody expected such a high-scoring affair there in week one, the GCL South showdown between Elder and LaSalle. Even LaSalle coach Pat McLaughlin uh, told his team after the game, have to clean up a lot of mistakes, a lot of penalties. Certainly that defense, especially that secondary, has received a lot of attention this offseason. Things don't get any easier for the Lancers as they head back home to Lancer Stadium to face their rival on North Penn Road, St. Xavier, in the annual King of the Road game. So that was certainly a game to watch this Friday night. I want to remind everybody that this High School Insider podcast is presented by our local Greater Cincinnati and Northern Kentucky Chick-fil-A restaurants, where the winning play is free chicken. Log into the Chick-fil-A app for easy contactless ordering. This week, I had a chance to catch up with Marymount football coach Nick Leon as he talked about the big season opening victory over Taylor and also a look ahead to the showdown at Wyoming this Friday night. Wyoming has won 30 consecutive CHL games. Certainly will be a game to watch. But Nick also talked about taking over for longtime coach Curry Cummins and the unique challenges of this summer leading into this football season. Well, now I'm pleased to be joined by Marymont football coach Nick Leone, and he's also joined by Andrew Glassmeyer and Seth Green. 
Guys, thanks for uh, taking a few minutes and welcome to the WCPO High School Insider Podcast. Thanks for having us, Mike. Really appreciate it. Well, Nick, obviously uh, a big season opening win for Marymont, 30-19 to 19 over Taylor last week. And uh, Marymont uh, travels to Wyoming this week, another Cincinnati Hills League showdown uh, against the Cowboys. But uh, take me back to week one a little bit, uh, Coach, and what you, you were most impressed with, with that uh, season opening win there. Sure. Uh, you know, it, it was a huge win. It was a great way for us to start. Uh, I think every team in Ohio went in with a little bit of uncertainty, right? You know, we were able to, to sneak in a scrimmage against New Richmond that Friday before the season started. Um, but we only had the starters play two quarters. You know, we wanted to keep everyone healthy. So it was a big day to, to see what kind of what, what we were made of. And, and uh, we faced some adversity. We were down 7-6 at the end of the first quarter. Uh, but but we kind of responded, and that that's what we challenged them with all week was, hey, you know, expect the adversity. Uh, you know, it's been a long time since we've played a full game against another color, um, and so expect the adversity, and then we needed to see would we bounce back, and, and we really did. You know, the offense was clicking. The defense really, really responded after that first drive, uh, and, you know, it's a new defense, so so there was we expected some, some bumps in the road, but the kids did awesome. That's what it boils down to is the kids really played hard and that they're the reason we won, period. 442 yards of total offense there and uh, bringing senior quarterback Andrew Glassmeyer to the conversation here. You threw for 304 yards and three touchdowns. Andrew, what did you like most about the way uh, you guys played on Friday night? Uh, I just felt like we did a good mix of our play calling. I feel like we kind of were able to keep the defense on their heels. I had a lot of open first reads. I never really had to sit in the pocket too long. So I feel like we just did a great job at play calls at the right time and getting guys open. And the receivers ran great routes too, which helped. And I'll bring in uh, Seth Green here, senior running back and defensive back. 17 carries for 107 yards and a touchdown. And Seth, tell me a little bit about uh, uh, Coach's philosophy, uh, obviously uh, taking over this year for Curry Cummins, um, but I know Coach has been around the program, obviously being an assistant. But uh, tell us a little bit about his uh, his style, his philosophy, and how he got you guys ready for that game against Taylor. Well, I think we speak for the whole team saying that we've been very happy with uh, Coach Leon and a lot of the new staff members that we've had this year, taking everything real seriously. We did a lot of real hard preparing over the summer, long practices and hot days. Everyone worked really hard, including these coaches, to get us ready for this season. And I think more than ever, we've been getting the right guys in the right spots, doing the right things to make sure that we have a chance to win every game this year. Seth, I mean, you've been a part of this program, Andrew, you have too, for a number of years now. But uh, what, what makes, uh, you know, going out on Friday night, especially during this unique summer, and everybody knows the, the full story of, of the journey of Ohio high school football this year, but uh, how sweet was it to, to get out there and finally play? You know, I've been saying it to all the guys, and I can't say it enough. You know, I didn't think that I was going to have the chance to get out here and play my last season. And, uh, you know, I'm just really, like, completely grateful to God and everyone else that, you know, I have the opportunity to come out and play these last couple games in my life, you know, knowing they're going to be my last. Because, you know, I don't know what I would have done if I had to walk off the field and never put the pads back on without knowing it's going to be my last game. So, I mean, just really grateful to be out here and be able to play some football. You know, nothing like it. Coach, I want to get back to you for a quick second here. Uh, you mentioned, I just mentioned Coach Cummins. You, you took over, um, obviously, in the offseason back in, uh, back in, was it December, I think you were named head coach? Yeah, Is that correct? Yeah, right okay. around there, yeah. 
and you said one of the first text messages you got, uh, I guess late Friday night was from him. And, um, just tell me about how gratifying it was to, uh, not only get your, your, your win, your head coaching debut, obviously, but, uh, to receive that support. And I'm sure you've received a lot of yeah. support from around the community. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I, I got no problem admitting I had doubts. I wasn't sure, you know, if any of this would work, um, it, with the crazy summer, you know, it just, it's like I said, there was uncertainty across the board. And so to get that first win for these guys, for these seniors that, you know, that they put so much work into this team, uh, you know, the, the levels we're at right now, that's because of these dudes right next to me because of what coach Cummins built. And so, you know, I'm just, I'm really, really happy for them. And yeah, it, it was really neat to, to turn my phone on and see, you know, coach Cummins said, Hey, great job. Proud of you. Go Warriors. Uh, I think he's always going to be around, always going to be supporting the program. He still teaches here. So, you know, I'm pretty happy with, with how things have gone so far. Before I have you talk about these two guys, who else were you really impressed with on Friday night uh, on both sides of the ball? Uh, it's hard not to start with Jack Borgerding. Uh, he tore his ACL last year. And, uh, you know, all winter, we, we weren't even sure if we'd have him. And, and to see him back on the field, and, and he's pretty much unstoppable at linebacker. And to see him running down the field on, on some go routes, that tight end again for us and catching some balls, it, you know, it, it's special. It, it's what I told the kids because he caught one against the Richmond in the scrimmage. And, and I told him this is kind of what it's about because that dude fought back from that injury. You know, he, it wasn't an easy path. He had to, he worked hard to be able to be out on that field right now. And uh, so I was thrilled that, to see what he was able to accomplish. Uh, Max McGowan obviously is another great receiver for us. Um, you know, when we can throw the ball up to, to a 6'6", Ethan Malifa is a new player this year. We can throw it up to a 6'3", Max McGowan, a 6'3", Jack Borgerding. All of a sudden, 6'5", Jack Borgerding, sorry. We're, all of a sudden, we're, we're a really tough team to guard and match up with. And, and so it's been awesome to create these mismatches. And, uh, you know, the kids, it, again, it goes back to the kids got to buy in. And, and I think I told you when you emailed me the first time, when you take over for a coach that, that was not a nobody, Coach Cummins built this program up. You know, he followed Coach Crosby, who did an amazing job here. Um, it's hard. To, you got to have kids that are willing to buy in, and that's what I've been lucky enough to have here. And that's why we were able to win our first game. Talk to me about these two guys. The guy to your right, Andrew Glassmeyer, uh, what he's meant for, for yeah, you guys. Yeah, you know, senior quarterback – uh, we talked all summer about, hey, we, we're in, this, in a really special position because all, with all the uncertainty that other teams are facing, that was one spot where, you know, he started the whole year last year for us. He gave us reps as a sophomore when, when Wally Rennie got hurt. He's been in the offense for almost three full years now. Um, and so he, he's a leader. That's, that's what we lean on him for is, is to be poised and controlled in the pocket. I thought I saw – so much improvement in game one compared to last year, even where, you know, he, he made smart decisions. We had one turnover on a, on a tough bounce. Um, but other than that, he, he ran out of the pocket. Well, he, you know, he, he made the right decisions and it, it was awesome. It's why we kept drives alive. And then with Seth, you know, I've told Seth for two years now, even as a junior, he was, he was the guy that every person on this team looks to. If, if Seth's having a good day, the whole team's having a good day. At practice, in the weight room, on the field. And, uh, you know, on the field, I've never seen a running back like him. You know, I, I played at Turpin. I, I worked with Wayne Dunham, if you remember that name. That guy, could, that guy could run like no other. Jay Triggs at Turpin could make cuts that I've never seen before. 
and Seth, I'll put him up against anybody. Um, his work ethic is unmatched. His leadership is at a different level this year. And uh, these two are, are going to be a big reason why we're successful. That's why they were voted captain by their team. I love asking uh, seniors, especially uh, this question, but uh, I'll start with Andrew. Uh, just what, what has Marymount football meant to you? I, I realize it's only week two, but just kind of take a moment to kind of reflect on the, the importance of this, this program to you and past couple of years, actually. Well, uh, for me, I think the biggest part of Marymount football wasn't even when I was in high school. It was growing up on the program, looking up to these older guys and seeing them on Friday nights. And it's just, the desire to want to be one of them and just to be able to do that has been absolutely amazing and be able to give that back to the younger kids. And like, I like, I just love going to junior high practices and just going and seeing the kids. And I just, it, it's such a great feeling when you're able to give back after football's done so much for you as a kid. And I just, I've loved these past two years. I've been able to do that to the younger kids. Seth, I mentioned to you, or you, you mentioned a few minutes ago when I asked you about uh, how gratifying it was to be out there, and uh, especially senior season, but can you just reflect on maybe uh, what Marymount football has meant to you just personally? Uh, personally, Marymount football has been huge for me throughout high school. You know, coming in as a freshman, I, you know, I had no idea where it would take me. I never thought that I would end up being here as a senior captain, you know, being a running back, you know, leading this team, and, you know, it's a great feeling. There's nothing like it getting those guys fired up before the game, giving those speeches, you know, it just gives you chills, man. There's nothing like it. And, you know, it's really developed me into the mature man I am today. And uh, hopefully the great leader that I'm going to be in the rest of my life. And, uh, you know, I just, I just owe it all to these guys. And Andrew next to me, he's grown up playing football with me and his dad's coached me since I was a little kid. And, you know, it's just a real community. Like you said, you know, I know all these guys from top to bottom you know, all those guys from bottom to top when I was a kid. And, uh, you know, it's really important to give that back to the community. Like you said, I've been to a couple of those junior high practices as well. You know, we're just really looking forward to developing the rest of the, like, the team the rest of the year and uh, giving back to these younger guys what it gave to me when I, was, when I was a kid, you know, when I was a freshman, you know, trying to grind for my spot, ended up starting as a sophomore at that DB. And, you know, those guys, when I was a senior, when, like, they were seniors and I was a sophomore, they took me under, like, their wing. And they taught me everything I know. So, you know, I'm just trying to do the same for these kids that are coming up this year. Great, great stuff there. Uh, obviously, only week two. I realize everybody makes the playoffs. But uh, is it too early to say that uh, a, a matchup Friday night at, uh, at Wyoming is a, is a playoff-type uh, atmosphere around your program? Uh, Coach, can you t- just tell me about the, what, yeah, what you see? Yeah, I don't matchup. think we're going we're gonna to try to take it like any other week. You know, that's the cliche, but – uh, I mean, there's no secret. There's one team at the, at the top of CHL every year in and out. And the team that we all try to catch is Wyoming. And so, yeah, it, it's always your goal. Can you, can you show up? Can, I think Wyoming is, is dominant, and they always are. And so we have to go in with a mindset of, hey, we can win this game. Uh, but, you know, I, I respect Coach Hancock a lot. He, he's done an awesome job with that program. And, yeah, you know, I, the target of the league is what I always think. You know, we're always aiming to be that good. Every team in the CHL is. And so, you know, we're, we're going to put in a good week of work. We had a great day yesterday, and we're going to give it our best shot. What's the most impressive thing about uh, what Coach Hancock has, has done there? I mean, because obviously they haven't lost in the CHL since 2015. I think it's 30 in a row in the league. And uh, obviously great talent. When you have a quarterback like Evan Prater, that, that certainly yeah. helps over the past couple of years in state championship too. But uh, – 
is there a key to that longevity that you think that you've seen? I think there, I mean, I think their consistency is hard to match, right? You know, even without Evan Prater this year, they're great. You know, you know, they, they were great before Evan Prater with other kids. Um, I think, I think the year in, year out, they're, you're always guaranteed to, to face one of the best teams you'll play all year when you play them. Um, and that's a, that's a sentiment to how he coaches, right? He, he keeps them going no matter what. And he, he's really, really good at it. And, uh, so yeah, that that's what I want to model Marymount after, right? At, you know, at a school like Marymount, when these kids graduate, can we keep being good? That that's a good team. That's a consistently good team. Then. And you know, Wyoming is awesome at that. And we're going to keep trying to build this program. You know, we've got the numbers up, and I think we're in a position to to start building up just like they are. Andrew, what's the message uh, that coaches kind of emphasize to you guys and uh, you and your teammates this week? It's been um, out work. I mean, there's like Leon said, there's no secret that uh, Wyoming's one of the best teams in the league year in and year out. And so the message has been that we can't have a bad week if we, or a bad day if we want to beat these guys. We got to continually put our best effort on the practice field so that when we come into this game, we can put our best effort out into the game field and play our best football. Seth, I'll let you have last word here. What uh, what are you looking forward to the most on Friday? I'm uh, looking forward to, you know, really getting a shot to beat these guys. My last two years we came out there, didn't play our best games. You know, they're they're a hard team to beat. Uh, last year we did a pretty decent job holding their offense down, but we couldn't get our offense going. So we're looking forward to this year. We got some more size. We got, we got some more offensive threats. And we've got some good matchups. So I think it's going to be a good game. And, you know, we're hoping to get a victory. Guys, thanks for uh, taking a few minutes, and uh, best of luck to Marymount football this entire season. Thanks, Mike. Thank you. Thank you for having Thank me. Thank you. Certainly want to thank LaSalle coach Pat McLaughlin and a couple of his players for talking to me after the game last week, and also Marymount coach Nick Leon, senior Seth Green, and senior Andrew Glassmeyer for sitting down for a few minutes before practice this week to talk about the Warriors game at Wyoming. Certainly plenty of storylines for this week, too. Hey, we're going to have Northern Kentucky football returns next week. September 11th is the start of Kentucky high school football around the Commonwealth. I'm going to have an interview with KHSA Commissioner Julian Tackett for you next week right here on the WCPO High School Insider Podcast. Thanks again for listening. I'll talk to you next week.